0: Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode and if it's not for you we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show
1: welcome to another episode of girls who read porn i'm here my name's ola and i'm here with betty hello and jay hi we for the first time are together in a room while we're recording and this is very exciting
2: i feel like we like the the troublesome twosome at the moment just yeah. looking looking yeah. at ourselves in the in the screen it's like all of the are lonesome and me and betty are hunched together like we're conspiring against her
1: I was thinking more Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Well, she's the dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the shade on your face. You just got full offended in 1.2 seconds. I was thinking more of like, you
0: know those panel interviews that you have to have now over Zoom because of COVID? Yeah. You're just like joining us for a panel interview.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? I'm very interesting. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) <laughs> why, why do you think we should hire you for this position Ola what
0: are your greatest <laughs> you weaknesses
1: um, I read too much porn <laughs> while I work <laughs> okay let's get on let's get on um, on track so today we're talking about Dreamland Billionaires by Lauren Asher is yes. it Lauren Asher or Laura Asher? Laura Lauren Asher. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I actually <laughs> fully forgot who the author was. This is why you need to make and notes. And all the names in these books threw me off. You better
0: make notes all uh, There's a lot less names yeah. than there were in um Tilly Cole's book, so
1: Oh mate, yeah. But I don't want to fuck up like you did. <laughs> But, it was- but at least people read the book because they had no idea what the fuck you were talking about.
0: Yeah, maybe that's the secret. I knew what I was talking maybe about. Is. And that's all that matters.
1: I yeah, didn't even read Dreamland Billionaires. <laughs> I didn't even read Dreamland Billionaires, so feel free to read it. No, I'm just kidding. I've got perfect summary here. So it's the fine print and... Terms and conditions. Terms and conditions, yeah. And then the last book is coming out, which I think is called The Last contract or something the final contract the final contract which is about the last brother but you know terms and conditions really shook the reading world so that's why we're doing the two all right how do we rate them Tweedledee do you want to go first um (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you chose Betty to be Tweedledee
2: yeah (laughs) I think I want to rate I want to rate the fine print like a three stars just because it was just uh, we'll get into reasoning later and then okay. yeah and then I think um terms and conditions it's
0: probably still only like a
1: 3.5 fair enough yeah babe.
0: I'm on the same page I give them both like a solid three like middle of the road You
1: messaged me the other day and you're like, I love these books.
0: I did at the beginning and then it
1: just went on. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Um, I'll give them both a four. I love a good rom-com, but I definitely agree that there was something missing. And I'm not 1000% sure why it blew up on TikTok.
2: Mm, That Yeah.
1: If that makes sense. Yeah. But I did enjoy them. Like, I enjoyed reading them. They were,
2: what, well, like, what do I call them? I call them, like,
0: beach reads or holiday reads. It's something you read when you want to relax. Yeah, they out. are. They're a beach read. I think it's a combination yeah. of having the cover that makes it look like slightly, like, academic.
1: <laughs> yeah, like an architectural Yeah, book. but the original cover definitely did not. Yeah, the yeah. cover changed in the middle of the TikTok banana. Yeah, but I think
0: it really picked up when the cover changed and everybody was like, oh, what is this book? Because it looks like it looks like a dark academia novel from the outside, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, you open it okay. up and you're like, this is just silly little smut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'm gonna go through the um, synopsis. The synopsis. Take us away. Yeah, the synopsis. All right, so. Um, we start off with Zara and Rowan in the fine print. So Rowan's grandfather died and all three brothers got a will. He His states that he needs to be the director of the theme park, which is called Dreamland. I think it's just called Dreamland. Yeah, Dreamland um, for six months and bring it back to the, being the best version of the park it can be before he gets his cut of the of the theme park, which I think is like 28%, which his father will get if he doesn't go through. With. No, it's
0: only 18. They only get 18% because I
1: remember that because I was like,
0: what a weird number because if you're going to split it before between four people, like... Three. No, because his dad's getting a cut.
1: Oh, yeah. So, like, why well, would We don't pay... know because we don't know what's in the dad's world.
0: Yeah, but even so, like, why 18%? Like, who's getting the rest of it? Well, there's obviously a board as Investors. well. Investors. And, like, shares. Yeah. But is that how that works? yeah yeah no, i don't know i don't own a theme park it'll just be enough to give them control
1: <laughs> if you owned a theme park you sure as shit would not be doing this podcast
2: <laughs> maybe she would just for fun yeah rich people do just such shit, shit like
1: they that just yeah like...
2: actually i feel like i'd be more likely to do this
1: podcast if i was rich and didn't have to worry about money yeah but i don't think you'd be doing one about porn if you were rich but
2: you can be rich and into porn the two aren't mutually exclusive. No, you can be,
1: but I don't think you publicly can
0: be. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Like, rich people love to, like, go through their, like, I don't know, rebellious, pretend like I'm poor phase. Mm. So we could be loaded.
1: Who do you know who was done that? Like, oh, like every everybody that was rich in
2: high school. Well,
1: the poor mean- little rich kids. Okay. Aimed actually Must be for a it. New Zealand thing because all of my friends who are loaded have never once thought I'm going to pretend to be. No, celebrities this do it all the
0: time as well. They like go and get a job as a waitress, and they're like, it's like, but like when their dad's a celebrity, and they're like, I don't want like my dad to make me, so I'm going to be a waitress for like 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I was about to say I've never seen Chris Hemsworth wait.
0: No, it's like tables. people where like their parents are famous. It's like that whole controversy at the moment with Brooklyn Beckham. Because if someone interviewed him about his car and he was like, so how do you afford your car, man? He was like, I'm a chef. And it's like, no. You did. It's like a $20 million car. So you can't afford your car because you're a chef. You afford your car because you're dead as fucking David Beckham.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Moving on. (laughs) Um, So his first meeting, um, it's like a whole park meeting where all the staff have to go to. And Zara turns up late and they have a little meet cute love that, where she tries to go around him to get into a seat and instead she manhandled him. He immediately wants to dislike her and this book is an enemies to lovers so they argue a fair bit as the book goes on. She's a hairdresser at the park and creates magic on little kids to become princesses. I have to say that melted my fucking heart, that scene. It was really cute. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he has decided he wants the creative team to come up with a new concept for the park to grow so he can fulfill his part of the will requirements. The creative team asks Rowan if they can open up contributions from other workers in the theme park and Zara drunkenly sends one in. He, um, which was apparently like quite offensive. She swore at him and she's like, your grandfather would roll in his grave if he knew what you were planning, blah, blah, blah. And so he promotes her, which is, which
2: is so realistic.
1: <laughs> yeah. That like That's how I was like. That's how you get a promotion guys.
2: Just insult your boss.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he promotes her to work in the creative team and she is required to present an idea every Friday. On the first Friday when she presents, Rowan realizes she can't draw and makes out with her because he can't deny his pull. <laughs> oh, that was really cute. I, like, weird I, way to though. Dude, that was such a weird I, know, like, I don't know. Way. I was like <laughs> I um I just, think I wrote this at like one o'clock. But you made morning, it sound so like everyone has to bet He me.
0: made out with her because she couldn't draw. You're like, well, that's a sexy that you can't draw.
1: <laughs> no, it just like happened at the same time. <laughs>
2: You can't draw Ooh, things.
1: Oh, I love a woman that can't draw. Right, okay, so this is obviously my week to be off, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so because she can't draw, he doesn't make out with her, but he offers to have someone help her with that so she can feel better about her presentations. And this is where Scott comes in, who is actually Rowan pretending to have somebody else to draw for Zara, but it's him and she thinks that he's text, she's texting Scott but she's really texting Rowan. So he's mm-hmm. catfishing her in mm-hmm. all of that. I could have just, yeah, I didn't do very well. <laughs> this was a 1am typing situation. <laughs> um, she texts Scott Rowan every day and he's been helping her with the drawings every week.
0: Wait, I'm, wait, I'm she...
1: confused.
0: And how, like, I was confused in how that worked because surely drawing is like a practical skill that you both need to sit in the same room to complete successfully. Like he just she was
1: sending him her original drawings. Yeah I know but like and then he was fixing But then
0: when I was like reading through it I was like surely at some point she has to be like hey we should probably meet up and like do this together. Yeah but like but it was it was more like how do I put it like you would do that from the beginning. like That would be the first instance. If someone was like, hey, I'm here to like help you with your drawing, your first thing would be like, oh, we're going to spend time together in a boardroom drawing together. And I, and if, if it was anything else, I'd be like, well, what a shit drawing tutor. No,
2: but he's not tutoring her drawing. Yeah, but he
0: should be. He should be, but he's not because he's catfishing her.
1: Yeah, well, it just annoyed and me. And he also wants to keep doing it because it brings out his happiness yeah. by drawing.
0: Yeah, I know, but it was just like, it just annoyed me. Because I would be way more suspicious. She's like way too forgiving for this like weird yeah, guy. Yeah, she's she's very unsuspicious. Yeah, she's very naive.
1: Fair enough. Um, I'm honestly, I really didn't give a shit if they wanted to draw together or apart. It works. Really for me. It's like just... getting
2: really like caught up in the logistics of the books. It's like her.
1: Yeah, every her OCD time. Brain.
2: Going over Every road.
1: fucking time we've got Megan on next week, and we're going to be asking her about that stupid fucking cigarette, <laughs> so that Betty can sleep can at night. Some finally, after eighteen episodes,
2: have I... we done eighteen episodes? Yeah.
1: This is our eighteenth episode. No, it's our like
2: nineteenth
1: episode. I don't. Nineteen? Yeah. Fucking hell! Oh, holy shit! Yeah. We spend a lot of time together. I feel I don't like, like I it.
2: deserve like a trophy for putting up with you, two. <laughs>
1: Are you fucking kidding me? It's me who deserves the trophy <laughs> for putting up with Tweedledee and Tweedledum over in fucking New Zealand. <laughs> Fuck that. Who won. I told Betty something last night, which I now regret because when I bring up what we're doing after the books, I'm scared she's going to say something about how I reacted to one of the posts <laughs> because I can't trust her to keep her fucking mouth shut on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and two gee you lay into me with these stupid fucking books that put me into like the most emotionally fucked up states that I can't function. You need it
0: it's good for you, you Need to toughen up.
1: It's. Real I just want
0: to like I listen to your voices all the fucking time
1: <laughs> like and you're fucking lucky to do you so you do
0: this like you do like so you come to the episodes you record them for like an hour and an hour and a half and then like you don't have to listen to them again if you don't want to. I spend a week, two weeks listening to your fucking voices. So <laughs> I deserve the trophy. Listening to your bullshit because we're like halfway through an episode and somebody decides that they have a fun story to tell that's really fucking boring. <laughs> it, was, like, it was aimed at me. <laughs> it was, it was too specific to not be. A <laughs>
1: Like not that done thank hey god that was not thrown at me I'm
0: not done <sighs> because Ola if I have to like edit out a fucking sniff one more time I'm gonna cut your nose
1: off I can't help it I've got coke nose even though I don't do coke <laughs> I actually really need to sniff right now, but I've been, like, thinking about it. You like, have hey, been sniffing. I've been taking sniff. a mental note
0: of every time you sniff as you speak and being like, fuck, I'm <laughs> going to have to edit that
1: out. <laughs> I still deserve it. Okay. Uh, I'm claiming the crowd. So um, what am I up to? Oh, okay, so... Let's get back to the actual thing that we're meant to be doing, not feeling sorry for ourselves for having the most fun ever every week, by the way. <laughs> Zara has a buddy program, which started because of her sister, Annie, and Annie's partner, JP.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I didn't write that down. I just guessed that. Guys, I remember today. <laughs> Good work, i go I'm really proud of myself. Who both have Down syndrome. And Rowan puts himself forward for it in a really fucked up way, but whatever. Um, and he ends up being teamed up with Annie, Zara's sister, who keeps trying to get them together, which I thought was really I really liked Annie. Um, she, so Zara takes a day off to go around the park and come up with new ideas for the Friday weekly meets and um Rowan joins her and they make out again they start locking lips touching each (laughs) other's faces and then he asks her to go out on a date while simultaneously offending her she says no and he decides to um admit he's Scott and she does not take it well
0: fair enough
1: well, yeah, nobody likes to be catfished. No,
2: I think it's probably something like one of the least likely things I would ever want to happen to me. Like on a scale of like one to ten, like I would not want to be catfished, and like it's like a number one. Although,
0: if you think that you're dating Katy Perry, it's on you, babe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Although I'm currently catfished. Well, I'm using my own photo, but I'm like currently catfishing a bunch of people in Florida. Yeah, but you're not so. trying to, like, get
2: something out of them. No, I'm not messaging
1: the... anyone. Yeah. No, you no. just,
2: you're like, well, you're like observe at or Yeah, you're not like... Yeah, you're it's like for t- science purposes. Exactly.
0: You're not trying to get, like, really three is. grand. You're like, my grandma's dying and I need three grand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm from Kenya. <laughs> you're a millionaire. Send me $500 so I can make you a millionaire. <laughs> um... So then he aims to make it up to her by explaining his shitty past with not trusting people and his piece of shit dad. She forgives them; she forgives him and they have the sex. Actually, can I just say this? It was really hot sex for a rom-com. I feel like the way that I'm, I don't know, measuring it is how many fingers they use on someone. And this guy was like three finger banging her. I thought that that was intense for a rom-com. It made me cringe.
2: <laughs> Everything makes you cringe. What? Um, fingers he doesn't like fingers i think it's it's okay if some something is a terrible but some fingers are really good just depends who they're attached to
1: are you talking about like actual oh okay i thought that you meant like in books
0: just in general
1: i'm like how do you know
0: <laughs> just a general overall concept of like fingers
1: being able to hold something in your hand
0: yeah i can get rid of them
1: god forbid
0: i don't need my digits
1: yeah. Um, so he takes her to New York and organ- – this is the best fucking date ever. Mm-hmm. Out of any book we've ever read, I have to say hands down, if somebody did this for me, I would be like, I'm sitting on your face till you die. <laughs> like this is the best thing you've ever done. I'm going
2: to repay me. you by killing so, you.
1: <laughs> yeah, obviously. He takes her to New York and organises her favourite author to do a book signing. And then she gets pneumonia. <laughs> um <laughs> I know my story segues are really good, so just bear with me. The and then he thinks given. it's all too much for him. He hurts her. He pushes her away because his brother wants him to be CFO would not director. Really good at telling stories, guys. Um, he fucks up, obviously, and she doesn't want to talk to him. And he has to do a presentation at the end of the six months because that's what the will stipulates. And it gets the passing vote because he added stuff about Zara's sister, Annie, and like how it should be more um, friendly to the, yeah, inclusive. Accessible. And so Zara, pardon? Accessible. Accessible. That was the word that I was looking for, (laughs) accessible. So Zara gives him another chance. He admits he loves her. They have the sex. They end up getting married and pregnant. Yay. 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 I actually wrote yay with an exclamation mark at the end. Yay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so second book, Iris and Declan. This one's much shorter for me. I don't know why. So this one is called Terms and Conditions, which I actually preferred a lot more over the fine print. Um, So Iris is Declan's assistant and is helping him fulfill his contract of the will by organizing somebody to marry him and have his baby if he fulfills it he becomes CEO of Dreamland.
2: Can we just like she pause finds... there for a second and just yeah, of course. talk about how disturbing that their grandfather who apparently like loved these boys more than like their father or whatever stipulates... I thought I
1: fucked up and you were actually pausing the podcast. No. I'm like what did I no, do? No, I know. <laughs> Let um, we just pause here for a moment. Oh that the
2: grandfather who's yeah, apparently like the the nicest old man in the world stipulates that he needs to marry and impregnate someone in order to get his share of the company. Like that is disturbing. Like yeah, but why I think it was, impregnate? I fully why can't he just marry? You. Like why you just fucking bring a... You, impregnate? That's fucked up. It's weird. Because
1: you shouldn't really bring babies into the world unless you exactly. are planning to love each other or if you're doing it on your own with the surrogate and whatever, like whatever the situation You shouldn't want
2: right? the baby. It shouldn't be your And I don't agree with
1: it. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but I think it's because of Declan's personality that he chose to do it, right? <laughs> because just he like, was the grumpiest grump I think I've ever come across in a book. This
0: just unleashes my deep hatred for the way that parents are perceived in romance mm. or guardians or caregivers but we'll get into it in least favorite parts like i'll expand further
1: oh i'm sure yeah no i believe you um so uh if he fulfills knocking somebody up impregnating getting his sperm up in oh, there gross. he will be sewing his seat. dream sewing his seed, putting his Penis in the Virgin. Say penis, Betty. Penis.
2: Oh my god, you said penis. It. Penis. You said it. penis. Penis.
1: Penis.
2: He's <laughs> got energy. She's sick of our shit.
1: <laughs> so, she, um, Iris finds somebody who will sign the contract and it doesn't go down well because Declan meets her and she runs away. So And it was at their engagement party. So then Iris is like, just marry me. I'll be your fiancé. And um, Declan isn't happy about it because he's fucking stupid. But he goes through with it because she said it in front of a bunch of other people and they were at the engagement party and it takes about two weeks for them to get married where they kiss for the first time and it's magical. They just stare at each other in the eye and they love it. And everyone's like, why are they having sex on the on the altar? But no, they weren't. Um, it's I'm delusional, okay? It's 7.40 in the morning. Bear with me. Um, so then they get married, go on a honeymoon where Declan starts realising he has feelings for her throughout which time she is still working for him. They come back to the States after his father releases information to the media that their marriage is a contract. Can I ask a question about the dad? Maybe I read this wrong, but he didn't seem like a dick at the end of the fine print. And then he like went full dick in terms and conditions.
2: Yeah, weird, eh?
1: Cause I thought he was bettering
2: himself. And these other books meant to be happening like simultaneously.
1: I'm not sure.
0: They probably are because yeah. they're not going to wait for one person to fulfill
1: their end of the contract. Yeah, like we need all be on. going
2: at the same time.
1: Yeah, but when no, no, because Rowan and Zara are dating by the wedding.
0: Ah. Uh, yeah, that doesn't that's... make sense. Why would they do it like that?
1: I don't know, but the dad seems to be like, "Oh, I'm proud of you, son." Blah blah blah, and then he like goes massively into huge dick mode after that. Inconsistency. We could just have a
0: preference over his sons. Yeah, maybe he just likes one more than the other.
1: Well, he really fucking hates Declan, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, <clears throat> so the I wrote because Daddy is a dick. <laughs> he <keeps trying> to- <laughs> I should not have written this so late at night. And keeps trying to pay people off to stop Declan becoming CEO. His daddy is currently the CEO. Yeah,
0: but also, like, Declan has more... Declan has a position that his dad wants.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like, but still, like, how can you... I hate fucking favoritism in children. My mum's really good at it. She fucking loves my little sister way more than me, but she hasn't hit puberty yet, so I think maybe that's why. But, like, it's, so not, she she really it it's not
0: necessarily... hasn't been
1: traumatized by that's what I'm thinking.
0: Favoritism, though, it's like... Declan has more to lose than any of the other brothers. Because CEO yeah. is the ultimate position that... they're. Like And the other two don't want to be CEO or don't have the opportunity no. to be so. So Declan is the only one that's directly competing with his dad because his dad wants that position.
1: Yeah. Betty, you're on the ball today, Tweedledum. Love it for you. You're so good. You're going to be upgraded to Tweedledee by the end of this episode. <laughs> <You bet. laughs> um, okay, so... What am I up to? Oh, yeah. So he releases the information to the media that their contract is not real. And so they decide to go on dates, like fake dates, where there are reporters and lawyers and staff who need to know that they're in love so that they can, so that Declan can become CEO um and Declan then realizes that he has feelings for Iris and he takes her out on a date to the botanical gardens where he's like yeah there are reporters there we need a fake being in love but there were no reporters and so she was like are you sure there are reporters here and he's like yeah there are reporters but there were no reporters it was magic and they held hands and looked at like lilies in the water these men love to lie to their women we do i oh, know i don't get it just be like there are no reporters i just want to hang out mm. yeah but then he'd have to have an emotion yeah well grump is an emotion
0: <laughs> tell me about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are the epitome of grump though like if i think of like reverse sunshine and and grump i imagine you and Liam because he's just so fucking excited all the time he's like a golden retriever and you're just like yeah. I know. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> Stop it, Liam. Okay, anyway. Um so she's so excited oh. They already started having sex by then.
0: Yeah, they're having casual Didn't sex.
1: They? Oh yeah. So she start, she is so excited by going to the botanical gardens that they had the sex with a condom. And then I didn't get this bit, so somebody else might have to explain it. I don't understand why they fought after the first time they had sex, but I have a feeling it's because she questioned the condom.
0: Well, Does anybody
1: remember this? No,
0: but I'm assuming like se- sex with a condom means that they're having sex themselves, where sex without a condom means that they're
1: fulfilling the contract. Yeah, and then I think she questioned the condom and then he was like, Was she like, you poking holes in her? it? Oh, no, she was more like, are you doing, are you doing, are you not having sex with a condom? Oh, what are we going to do about having babies or something? I don't know. That whole part confused the shit out of me. So, sorry, guys, not going to give you more information on that fight. Um, And then the next day he just turns up and he's like, I love you. And they get into a real relationship. And then it gets to the point where they start having the sex without a condom and try for a baby, which was cute. Um, And then throughout this whole thing, he's having issues with a specific development in Tokyo and he's showing the potential partner around Dreamland in Florida, but the whole situation blows up because his dad is there. So he calls Iris for help, but she didn't assist him in the way that he wanted. He blows up with her. She goes back to Chicago, leaving him behind. She asks for space and he gives it to her until his brother takes her for a drive. Drops her off in the middle of nowhere. He proposes to her, says he wants to be married for all They have lots of babies. And she ends up there for Britain. Nice. Lovely. Mm, yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Ola. That was the worst synopsis I've ever given in my life. But
0: not the worst one that's ever been on this podcast. Yeah.
1: Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, G. Okay, let's talk about our favourite parts. G, you want to hit us up? Yep. Alright.
2: I think my favourite part of the fine print was that it was it did include more diversity and inclusivity than the average um, book, which was really cool because don't often see that so that was good. And in I t- like,
1: should have bet on myself that both of you would bring that up.
2: <laughs> yeah. I knew
1: that at least Betty it's would. <laughs>
2: It's important. Yeah, of
1: course. Of um,
2: course. And I think my favorite part of T's and C's is, is that I love a good like forced fake marriage trope thing, you know? I love it.
1: Yeah. I fully I fully respect that. It's I love uh like forced proximity. Mm. Like oh just yeah, get all your anger out.
2: Get it love out. It, you get daddy. it out.
1: Yeah, get it out. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> get your penis out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: um, for the fine print. Like, just sniffed again. I know. I
1: need, I need <laughs> Sorry, go on.
0: We're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so my um, favourite part for the fine print. Um, opposed like other than the like obviously representation which I love. I did quite like the first scene when they um when they met for the first time and she was like reaming him and then they were like and the new project director and he like stood up and she was like ah shit <laughs> you yeah, she was going like the fucking director with all
2: the pay cuts and the health insurance and it's so shit and, and then he, he just <laughs> stands up.
0: That's quite good. Um and terms and conditions. I I probably did like how grumpy Our oh, grumpa, How grumpy yeah, how grumpy our grump yeah. was in our Sunshine Grumpy Trail. Because he genuinely was just a fucking
1: asshole, but I loved it. <laughs> um, okay, so my favorite part um for the fine print, it's not your average office romance. Like I don't think you ever come across a theme park as an office romance so I thought that that was quite good I thought it was quite original it's quite clever um yeah I thought that that was really good it keeps you on your toes as well and I thought it was a good enemies to lovers like a good like you know if you need a bit of a hit it's a good place to start um and then for terms and conditions I wrote, his grumpy was on crack. <laughs> Obsessed with grumpy sunshine and he is my favorite grump. When the fuck did you I write on crack. His, like, <laughs> drunk some serious wine? Ola was on crack. I know. His grump was on crack. Oh. All right, let's get into our um, least favorite parts. I
2: least favorite part sort of in the antithesis to your favorite part of the fine print was that I found it super predictable it was very cut and dry like you could almost see the planning sheet you know
1: yeah yeah, I'm, I can see that I, there
2: were, there, nothing unexpected happened because like for the instant he starts texting her that. as Scott you're like you know it's going to blow up nobody had
1: amnesia yeah. Yeah, no one. it was great <laughs> And then, Something unexpected happened.
2: And then even with T's and C's, I just sort of felt that it was like the same issue. Like they were very, they followed that very sort of classic plot of like, um, sort of like forced proximity or like having to work together or having to like do this eventually like major sexual tension, developing feelings. Um, guy hurts girl. She eventually forgives him. Like it was a very like,
0: it is the antithesis of all wrong coms.
1: Oh, no, and that's no, like antithesis. I tell you something?
2: Antithesis means the opposite. It is not the antithesis. It's at not all the all yeah. Rom-coms. It is. It is the yeah. It's like the It's like I the head actually of-
1: know the exact times in every single book where what part will come up in rom coms. Yeah. yeah. So, like with my reading speed, so at the last thirty minutes, I know that he's gonna do something stupid and they're gonna break up. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I look at the time on my Kindle and I'm like, okay, this should be coming up
2: yeah literally on
1: every single rom-com and i just uh, yeah but yeah that is a rom-com thing though
2: it is it's is, It's just like a very like classic structure and like it works like you know like it it works yeah. it makes sense like as a plot but i just i don't know just read i think just reading like the two in the row as well i was just like oh well
1: it happened <laughs> yeah yeah are you, you ready boys and girls i'm ready Woo mine tweedledum is getting her fucking claws out
0: everyone mine was just a continuous least favorite from like the series as a whole like it's a collectively least favorite favorite and it's apparently it, it is apparent. i look i had the same issue me and g were watching all of the after movies last night and i had the same issue last night as well
1: as if don't with the after fucking movies <laughs> i hate all the i hate that oh my god we're gonna be talking about it next week once the new movie comes out by the way guys so yeah catch up
0: okay and it is this concept that parents give any fuck about who their kids end up with because they just don't like parents are like are you happy are you stable i'm fine with that but at the end of the day they're not like oh my god, your partner, I love them so much, like, they're saving you, they are the best thing that's ever happened to you, like, they are this, like, most amazing human and you must do everything to protect them. Like, parents don't care about that shit, they don't care whether you're in a relationship or not or who you're dating, they just care, are you happy and do they treat you well? Like, they're not as obsessed with the partners as these books make them out. I've, like, never once brought my boyfriend home to my parents and they've been, like, He's going to save you. You must do everything <laughs> in your entire existence to keep this man in your life. They're so like, oh, there's a person that you're dating. Nice to meet you.
1: You're obviously not Eastern European.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's not like this. But it's like, even if like the parents do care, like their preference is never towards the partner.
1: No, it definitely is. My mom last Christmas caused fucking shit in my partner's household because we were opening presents with his family instead of our family, and she wrote my favorite child on there and didn't write who it was from. And he's got five, and he's got four siblings, so they all thought that their parents wrote my favorite chart to my favorite child, where it was really my mum writing it to him. So I am the one who should have been offended, but we had to stop World War Three from breaking out. This is weird, like.
0: If you're a parent out here, stop fucking caring about who your kid is sleeping with. Make oh, sure that they're okay.
1: obsessed with him. Yeah.
0: Also, PSA, some shitty bad boy isn't going to fucking save you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to save said shitty bad boy. So if he's shit, get rid of him. Send him to therapy. She's really re-
2: channeling after right now. I feel Put like we've gone right right
0: off right <laughs> the dream <laughs> that
1: just fuck it i hate yeah. it i hate it so i much. really want to know how you feel about reverse because that whole book was the whole thing was about that
0: yeah it just like i'm just like can we have a book where like the role of the parents is to just be
1: like normal parents addicted to him mom oh what was it the duet yeah addicted to him mum. yeah great it was like fable use a condom
0: fable mm. amazing mom great get example on her, get on degree. birth
1: control exactly yeah.
0: she's a great mum because she wasn't like this boy's gonna save you you must hold on to him and, and she wasn't like he's
1: awful he will destroy you
0: stay away from him she was just, like,
1: no she was more like just be careful yeah. and make sure you use protection
0: yeah and make good decisions Yeah, And that's it. That should should always be the only role that a parent has in a romance book, which is... in this case
2: as well, the grandparent.
0: Yeah, because that's weird. Weird. It's weird. Why would you write in a contract that you have to marry and impregnate somebody? Like, who gives a fuck? You're dead old, man. You're not going to see this child. You want a couple of billion
2: dollars, you just have to impregnate someone first. Like, it's weird. It's like literally paying somebody to procreate
1: what does he what if you fell with somebody who can't have children exactly
2: That's what I, thought I thought about that as well like what that would That's be terrible what I was and then you've yeah. you've got this whole like additional element of like the woman would probably feel like she was failing like it's like a terrible thing
1: yeah i thought about that also a bit, children i read that
2: not the be all and end all of happiness yeah lots of people are happy without children why do you need a child He's
0: not even going to meet the kid. He's fucking dead. Why does he care? Yeah.
1: Okay. My least favourite part. (laughs) (laughs) In the fine print. I didn't really have a least favourite part in the fine print. I feel like it kind of ticked all the boxes that you kind of need for a rom-com. Like there wasn't anything in there that offended me so violently like Betty. Um, But with the terms and conditions, the thing that pissed me off was the ending and the ending pissed me off because she was like, I fucking hate it when authors do this. When like they're arguing, they're arguing and she gets dropped off in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. And then they're in love and they get married. That does not make sense to me. Like how is it that it happened? Like I have not forgiven Josh that quickly for less (laughs) Like he left his toothbrush on the fucking vanity and I'm pissed off about it two years later. (laughs) I once asked him to give me a list of the chicks who gave him the best blowjobs he's ever had. This was five years ago, I still bring it up. Like (laughs) You did that to yourself.
2: Yeah, it was fish. No, no,
1: no. He really did. But I thought he wasn't that dumb because one of the people was some chick's name I don't remember in Canberra. And that's what ticked me off. Because he doesn't even remember her name. But he
0: remembers the head. head. Anyway. Hey, prior and years. that's all that matters.
1: amazing. Pardon?
0: He remembers the head and that's all that matters.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't remember her name. Well, good for her. But yeah, that's what really piqued me off. Because I don't know, me personally, I'm not like a massive grudge holder. Five years is pretty solid, but that's the only thing that I hold a grudge if for. If you're the girl in Canberra camera that gave really
0: good head to a guy called Josh Wands, reach out to us. Yeah, I want to know <laughs>
1: actually maybe I don't because Ola, Ola does all of our socials so maybe don't reach out no to no me. i really want you to tell me what you did like, um, yeah give us lessons give us lessons we want to know what the well he didn't say that i gave bad blowjobs don't get me wrong i just didn't make it in the top two. Oh
0: yeah let's just Ooh. that's rough not even the top two <laughs>
1: Thank you. And I feel like... That's he, the problem. Some random chicken camera made it in the top two and he doesn't remember her name. So now you wonder why I'm still going on about it five years later when he we get into he an argument. known
2: to put you as number one. Like, you just
1: should have known. I'm okay with not being number one with blowjobs because I've got number one in other things. But, like, you know, still. Mm-hmm. It's
0: just, like, an unwritten rule in a relationship is if you turn to your partner and you say, like, who's the best person you've ever had sex with? They just say you, even if it's not true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although I don't say that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> I think we're both like each other's worst enemies because we're both too honest about like shit like that. So anyway, um, favorite sex scenes.
2: Um, My favorite smut scene wasn't actually a sex scene for the fine print. It was, it was their first kiss. Because I loved it. I thought it was like super hot. I thought it was on like a different level even compared to their sex scenes. Yeah. Because it was like so unexpected and good so I liked that. And in teas and stuff. Yeah, because
1: he realised she couldn't draw and then he yeah, made out <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude. So, because she can't draw? Nothing <laughs> harder than a girl that can't draw. <laughs> can't draw in her job is creative design. Oh. Alright, and in T's and C's, my favourite sex scene was the office one, where he, like, bends her over the desk.
1: Oh, yeah, that was pretty hot.
2: Yeah.
0: That was a good one. Yeah.
2: I just, like, I love a good, like, there's people right outside the door, and someone comes (laughs) and knocks, and he's, like, inside her, and she has to be, like... Just a moment.
1: <laughs> are you an exhibitionist, Jay?
2: No, I think I'm like. What is it? Was it called when you were almost an exhibitionist? Like it's like you're the fear of being caught, like, but you don't no.
0: actually want to be caught. You are
1: the fear of being caught. The fear of being caught. B.
0: In the first book, the fine print. I think my favorite sex scene has to be like the one at the very end of the book, like the com- like just before the epilogue, the culmination of like. They're finally together. They're like they're making it official, and like it's the first sex scene where it like has a bit of meaning to it. But oof, you <laughs> got a bit of feelings. <laughs> but oof, to it. it's no longer casual oof. sex. Now it's love sex. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I don't have one for terms and conditions because my uncle's name is Declan, and it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love your reasoning.
1: That is the dumbest thing I've ever no, it's fucking No, it's not.
0: It's not. It's
1: not. Can I just say there are a lot of Joshes in Romancob, mm. so I'm like, this yeah, but is Josh nice is your
0: partner for me. Uncle? No, I, I know. That's, that's what I'm Declan. saying. It's
1: nice for me.
0: Yeah. I love All my uncles Roman. and
1: aunties have got really Polish names, so I think I'm safe.
0: Yeah. This is the only book that I've had a relative's name in, and it was weird.
1: You're English. Like, 90% of the books should have your relatives' names yeah. in them.
0: Well, I've been lucky this far. Because usually I pick, like, weird out-of-the-box names. They do yeah, pick a lot like of Arthur. authors' that... <laughs> Well, I don't know an Arthur. That's, like, Southern. I'm not Southern. Northern. Jesus
1: Christ. That is, like, the most common name in England. So-
0: in, like, London. Not in the North. We have, yeah, like, fair enough. working class men names. Like, fucking Declan and Jamie. <laughs> and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I Um, like the name Roman.
2: I'd just like to put that out there. I love the name Roman. That's my grandfather's name. It's such a good name. I bet your grandfather was a fucking stud. I didn't actually (laughs)
1: even compute that they... um, that they had the same name because in Polish we say Roman, not mm. Roman. So like when I read it in English, I'm like, okay, Roman. But like when it, I hear my grandmother yelling at my grandfather, she's like, Roman. <laughs> and so it's like a completely different like name to me, I guess. So didn't really think too far into it. Um, My favorite sex scene in the first one, I really am never writing this at 1am in the morning ever again. <laughs> Because I wrote three finger badge smash.
2: Oh god! <laughs> oh oh, uh, oh good it's lord! Just, like, not sexy. Oh, That's terrible. <laughs> I feel like you've just committed a crime against humanity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now. And um, my favorite, and I really liked it because I thought it was like a not because I don't think it was like the best written sex scene ever, but I liked it because it made, um the book like a lot spicier than I was expecting for a rom-com so I thought that that was quite fun and then um for terms and conditions the first time they do the first time they do the sex without a condom I thought that was really sweet because it was like a trust thing even though he broke it Mm. but it was still a trust thing and I thought that that was quite sweet so I really enjoyed that Anyway, that's it for Dreamland Billionaires. Do I? If you are listening, and I know that some people do, listen with your parents, turn it off now and listen to the rest on your own because this is about to get graphic AF. Somebody messaged me and told me that they listen with their mum.
0: Good for you guys, I guess. It's a close relationship.
1: (laughs) Okay, so last week I joined a website called Go polyamory dating. Woo! Go Go polyamory dating. It's like a cheer. And I could put myself anywhere in the world. So I put myself in Tampa, Florida. Rocky mistake. Oh, yeah. Why would the app (laughs) let you do that? (laughs) Oh, shit. Things get real in Tampa, Florida. And then I was like, things are a little bit too real in Tampa, Florida. And I forgot that they've got such a high latino population and i couldn't understand half the shit that was going on in the dating app because it was all in spanish so i had to move myself back over to like white you don't even have to go on a
0: polyamorous dating app you just have to go on tinder and say that you're looking for women and there'll be like 75 couples (laughs)
1: let me tell you why this is different people leave reviews about each other (gasps) what
2: Oh, my God. Yes. Like a fucking and Yelp for sex.
1: Their, Yes. And they can update their status, which everyone can see. So they can just, like, leave a note being like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Right? On, like, this public forum. And then I obviously went through profiles. So you guys need to tell me, do you want the reviews first with the, like, update? Or do you want the profiles first?
2: Reviews. I, yeah, we need to get into these reviews.
1: Okay. So, um, the first review. This is a man whose focus is your pleasure. If you're looking for someone with stamina, he's your guy. This is about Tom642.
0: Good for you, Tom.
1: Yeah, this one's about Ginger Subacron. You know
0: you've just got some, like, guy who's got his mate to make an account and go on and be like, oh, yeah, bro, like, leave me a good review. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know. Because there's no way that anybody is
0: actively being like, best lover I've ever had. (laughs) I want to see a review that's like, came, was a little bit too drunk, couldn't find my clit. Zero stars.
1: (laughs) I think we get that enough in like real life. I don't think people need a poster. Um. Had a great time with this guy. Super chill, fun to be around, but means business. He absolutely kept me in line and gave me a good hard smack on the ass when needed, or just when he felt like it. Lol. Very good with his tongue. Dear God, eyes rolling back in the head for sure. If you meet up with him, trim your nails, or you'll rip his back to shreds. Thanks for the great time. It's disturbing. They're just like not true. I just I
0: just fail to believe that like. Anybody is worthy of, like, a review like that. Like, it's 100% these people know each other. They're like, I want to get some fucking, I want to get laid. Can you just do me a favor and, like, write a review about me? Because if the because, come on. Nobody, like, there's not a collective of, like, 100 polyamorous couples
1: and all of them just happen to be, like, the best no, because in it's also BDSM, so people do one-on-one as well. It's not just polyamorous. Yeah, but,
0: like, no one's just, like, not everybody's just, like, great.
1: Okay. A very professional gentleman. He's easygoing, fun to be with, polite, and he really gets down to business. No drama. Lol. Thanks for that hot moment. We are looking forward to seeing you again. And, oh, he's got a huge weapon too. satisfaction guaranteed. Mm. Winky face.
2: Exactly. <laughs> very professional.
1: <laughs> he did this what he was like paid to update. do. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> commented on somebody's post and said, I will take all of your dick in my throat, sucking you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that seems more realistic. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but that's so funny. This is like, a I don't know, what's like a Facebook update kind of thing where like you just write what you're feeling. I'm currently existing in one of those timeless moments. In slow motion, my perception seems somehow wiser or sharper than usual, picturing various people from my life imagining where they may possibly be, how they may look through this keen retrospective lens and what, thought, and what thoughts emanate from them in this shared singular and beautiful moment we all share.
2: Dude, that seems like a really weird thing to post on a the,
1: polyamorous the dating. Next one is easily my favorite because it makes no fucking sense and it is just the most and it is three words of pure bliss because it's no way that it's true but it's fucking hilarious this is the next status update alone licking pussy (laughs) how can you be alone exactly are they
0: fucking are they like eating
1: themselves out Oh, dude, that's funny. So then, a guy—maybe he means like emotionally alone, that he's like eating pussy. pussy. I don't know. He's like alone. Then another guy, another guy, put up a status saying, "Hello, I love sex." That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then another one who looks like Chopper Reed—wrote, "Very hot, and I like to create orgasms." (laughs) Like a comic. This guy fucking cracks me off. I love this guy. His name is Loves to Lick Clit. And he wrote, Where the real bitches are Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that that hey, another... it's, it's
2: so sad that that seems more realistic than like any of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah,
1: the. Yeah. Another guy wrote, Happy Mother's Day to all you dirty housewives, sexy ladies, yummy milfs and gilfs out there. <laughs> oh, right. The yeah. I think it's a good night to unleash Mr. Primal Beast. Oh, Not all in. out, however. Keep it in your pants. Good lord. Um, so this is a profile. Okay. I've gone through all of the good notifications. Meat Eater is his name. Mm-hmm. Hungry for some delicious ass, and that's it. <laughs> I'm a badass cook. Wait, where is it? I'm a badass cook. If you're lucky, I'll make you dinner. And I just need some fine-ass females. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big, long, wide cock and can fuck all night long. Is that <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Down to earth and want you to sit on my face. Oh. Well, this is down
0: to us. He <laughs> wants you to push him further towards the earth. Yeah, humble that man.
1: Yeah, looking for a sexy, fat-ass bitch with big titties and can take a dick. Big old titties. Big old titties. Just, that's what I thought of! <laughs> I was like, you fucking dick. Don't say big-ass titties. Um, I'm funny with a high sex drive. Who are these people? <laughs> Dude, that's how I would describe myself. <laughs> Oh, need some excitement in my love. Oh my god, this one is so rancid. So like, honestly, if you're listening with your mum, please turn off. Need some excitement in my life again. Love eating pussy, and if it's pretty, we'll make it squirt. In we'll wait. And if it's pretty, and we'll always love a squirter to blast off in my face. Oh my how, <laughs> how rancid. And then like ninety percent of these, I only screenshot one of them. It's like. Hey, I'm a white guy, blah, blah, blah. Also, I don't have any STIs and I'm respectful.
2: Good, nice. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Positive branding. Yeah. Also, yeah. if somebody like, specifically mentioned that they were clean,
1: I feel like I'd be like, Got
2: heartbeats. Yeah. Got herpes. I mean, like, mm. Yeah, you've
1: got something. Yeah. I'm straight and old fashioned and I like boobs. Same. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> This one got me so bad yesterday. Life has been rough and is only getting rougher. Horny as hell and ready to fuck like a bad man. Seriously, (laughs) I'm becoming some kind of animal. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's just getting real. I know. Um my fetishes I loved this one actually I thought this was so cool oh no I loved this one and it actually yesterday made me laugh so hard and I don't know why maybe because it was midnight but it was hilarious um want to hang out in public before we do anything cool let's go out for karaoke and then he (laughs) talks about all of his fetishes (laughs) it's the karaoke you're cool with an exclamation mark let's go out for karaoke (laughs) Fuck yeah! <laughs> and then his face. Uh, oh yeah, my fetishes: face sitting, ass worship, foot worship, body worship, human furniture. I actually <laughs> want to know what human furniture is because I'm unsure. It's where
2: you just like sit, or like like on your hands and knees, and people can treat you like a chair or a table.
0: It like, it's like an inanimate sister. object thing.
1: That's interesting. Mm.
0: I got a oh. fetish for um human butler.
1: That's, I think we all do. Being weighted
0: hand and foot.
1: Being taken care of the good old way. Yeah, um, but like from I'm a 45. professional
0: point of view where you like don't try and talk to me. You snap your fingers and you just bring me things. Yeah, no, then he just enough. wants an excuse to treat people like shit. But like human furniture. Yeah, but if someone's consenting to it, then it's that's fine. fine yeah. yeah, Some people want to be treated like shit.
1: Exactly. I'm a little shy, but a freak in the bedroom. Oh. oh, oh.
0: It's that was that like even said
1: quite shyly, wasn't yeah. it? I yeah, am a little I shy, so. but
2: I am a freak in the
1: bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually kinda of weird because all the like shy guys on this, they're they're the they are the freaks. Like this one, Quiet Boy. Lots of experience in threesomes and orgies. Good
0: for you. Which nice. like
1: when you read Quiet Boy, I don't think of orgies, but I love it. I accept refusals as well as invitations.
2: I don't understand. Like he- Neither do
1: I. And <laughs> I sent it to Hardy Andrews and I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? And she's like, oh, that's savage. But then I forgot to ask her the rest of it. <laughs> so apparently it's something that I don't understand. Well, it's
0: either like he's into like Dobcon or he's just really respectful of rejections. Or does he just like like being turned down?
1: Yeah. I don't know. And then he wrote, I'm clean. Great. Yeah. Um, I can't promise you the world, but I can promise you tacos every Tuesday and sensual massages. <laughs>
0: Yuck.
1: I thought, no, honestly, if somebody promised me tacos every Tuesday, I think I'd be fucking stoked. Um, I love sex and I give reflexology massages.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Isn't that feet? Yes. Reflexology is feet. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he just say foot massages?
0: No, because reflexology is an art; It's a (laughs) science. It's a science.
1: Madonna once told me I was sexy. I give great massages, not into weird stuff.
0: Can we have a (laughs) citation, please? (laughs) Can we cite the Madonna thing? Because I could say that too. Yeah.
1: I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know what Madonna was thinking. Well, she when probably, I didn't, this she probably didn't say it. <laughs> probably not, but it's his. Like, you have titles and then subtitles, and it was like in like, you know, that's just his truth. Font-ing.
2: yeah, that's his truth. Yeah, you, you know, know, whatever. You if Madonna
1: thinks he's sexy. Let's do it. I love eating pussy and making people squirt. I also have an eleven-inch cock. That's why I wrote that. There's no way. Um, <laughs> And when I saw this guy, I was like, there's no fucking way. If you were blessed with an 11-inch cock, then other people are blessed with, like, a one-incher. There's no way that you have 11 inches. Um, oh, yeah. Live alone, Dom. Nice house with a deck out back.
0: Aw. <laughs> Thank cute. you, Dom.
1: Oh, this guy wrote a poem. Are you ready? It's rancid really as old. all hell.
0: Okay.
1: Just another horny dude to find a horny girl, using corny chewed to swoon her in the nude. If you want some cock and in the ass get fucked, your passion I will rock, your titties I will suck. Don't be shy and blush, let's get rockin' hard and nasty. I'll eat around your bush, you'll find my member tasty. So spread your legs nice and wide, fill my dick thrust inside. I've gotta make you come and fill you up with Mine. Oh Oh, a rhyming
0: pattern is it?
1: Okay, and this guy—he is minimum eighty years old, and he put himself down as thirty-seven and wrote, "I'm looking for hot steamy fuck."
0: Nice. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's. (laughs) I thought I was like, "You're a fucking baller. I respect you." I love
0: when people don't say sex and they say like, "Looking for fuck."
1: Yeah that poem big made little feel short or emotions. tall my ass can take them all. <sighs> I thought that was cute. Really? <laughs> oh yeah no I did because it rhymed.
0: Oh
1: 511 bald head thick cock I'm a ginger. He's bald. who cares? cares? Yeah but apparently he's a ginger. The, the, I think this is the last one yeah Aquarian with a north node in Virgo. My my cock looks like as if it was sculpted by the gods. Mm. Classic,
2: but like you know, like when you see like the statues from ancient Greece and like Rome and stuff, and they have teeny tiny little penises. I'm just
1: saying, like a couple inches. You just got like a micro penis. he has got a David sculpted by the gods. (laughs) There was another guy who was like God fearing, eats pussy. Like it was just there was a lot of God fearing in Florida as well. So, how do we feel about go polyamory dating?
2: Amazing. Yeah, it seems like, a, like. I mean, like, if you are into that, I feel like, you know, you could probably find someone. Yeah.
1: I think you could, but yeah. I wouldn't really have high expectations for what's on there.
2: Seems like there's a In lot Florida. of people on there, though. That's good. You've know, you got a big poly- There really big is. Addition. It took
1: me hours to sift through it, and some of it was just... I couldn't even put it on the podcast. Right. <laughs> and then, if you pay extra, you get to see photos of their dicks.
2: Ah, that's nice. Which little is, little you try, know, A will try before you buy. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. pe- the people whose dicks they are, like, who take photos of their dicks and upload them, do they get the money? So, like an OnlyFans. No. Oh. The
1: company gets the money.
2: Oh, why would you put a photo of your dick up?
1: For fun. Because they want other but let me tell you, I did not pay for it, but I saw blurred versions and some of these dicks are oh. Really? Yeah, oh. it was intense. I was like, there is only specific people putting photos up and it's the ones with the huge penises. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. About. No, dick pic looks good. Penises look lonely and sad. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, they look thing like little turtles. Like, have you ever seen
2: that thing where it's like girls don't want dick pics, that dick picks, they want nut videos with the sound on. <laughs> That's what Even I, I think, though. I've yeah. literally thought that I don't want—I don't want a photo of somebody's like penis just by itself. I literally want to watch you come. That's gonna like that's it. Say my name, baby. Yeah. Because I feel like some them, women, you get to see them at like name. a vulnerable moment, like a vulnerable moment, and you are um, them.
1: Yeah. Josh went away once to Hamilton Island, and I think that's the only time that we ever had like virtual sex, but it was through Snapchat. But I remember thinking it was really hot, and it was like five years ago. Nice. the worst
0: part about any type of virtual sex is um, the setting up to take the photo because that's not very sexy
1: yeah no. and then like trying to get your nipples hard and like it's a whole thing
0: and trying like all these angles yeah.
1: yeah trying to get the right angle so your nips look great and then yeah. you know it's hard
0: that's not for
1: me no not for you
0: I don't have time for it. Oh, it's it. not
1: hard for you, or you just don't want to do it. I just
0: can't be asked,
1: it's
0: too much effort. And like, I'll, I'll see it in person when I can be bothered. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, you know, okay. So next week, we have the one, the only Megan Quinn joining us. So you got to read royally not ready and not so not meant to be because that's what we're going to be talking about mostly. I fucking loved Royally not ready. I thought it was so good. I really enjoyed it. Um, So make sure you read it and then join us next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.